the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to Contending for the Faith. We're the cutting-edge Christian apologetic ministry addressing the issues and the challenges facing today's church. And we are live, live for the next hour with your host, Bay Area pastor, lecturer, counselor, and expert on the cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. My name is Gary Bell, and we're inviting you to call in with your questions, comments, and concerns. Our toll-free number is one 888 That's one Three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone and let us know what's on your mind tonight. Again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Well, tonight on Contending for the Faith, we begin part nine of our series entitled "An Extreme Invitation to Discipleship," as found in Luke chapter fourteen, verses fifteen through twenty-four. We've been talking about this series in the context of that popular movie entitled, Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? Well, tonight we'll be talking about uh, the third man who rejected that extreme invitation to have dinner with Jesus. We've already dealt with the first man and the second man who rejected that extreme invitation. Tonight we'll be dealing with the third man. So stay tuned to find out who this third man is and what his issues are, for we are not pretending, we are contending for the faith. Dr. Buckner, how are you tonight? Brother Gary, I'm truly blessed and blessed to be back uh, in the saddle. Uh, So we thank the Lord for the wonderful time I've had to uh, vacation with the family, and we just thank the Lord for being back and thank the Lord for using you as well in my stead. I heard you did a wonderful job in the Lord, and we thank God for that. Well, you know, Dr. Buckner, I'm happy to turn that hot seat back over to you. (laughs) (laughs) I heard that. I heard that from a couple of other people, too. They said the same thing. Amen. Uh, Well, we want to thank everybody out there in Radio Land for joining us for another edition of Contending for the Faith. And uh, we know that you're going to be blessed by our program tonight. As Brother Gary said, we are dealing with this third man, this third man with the same type of excuses. Uh, And we've said before, I've said it many times, excuses don't excuse, they only accuse. And the devil is behind excuses. Anytime we make excuses towards God, we need to remember that it's satanic in nature, that the enemy is behind these excuses. And uh, it doesn't matter what uh, thing you uh, come up with uh, regarding these excuses when it comes to God. None of it is justifiable in the sight of God. Now, let's deal with uh, this third man. We've dealt with the first man. We've dealt with the second man. What is this third man all about? But this third man, he's like the second man. They all have very weak excuses. And this third man, he has the weakest excuse. He has the weakest excuse. And this third man has one of the, not only the weakest excuses, but he comes up with something that 
I think is true in the life of so many people today in our churches and outside of our churches. And we see in these three men, all of us, we see their nature, their sinfulness, their rebellion, and all of us, and every one of us, I don't care if you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, you're an evangelist, missionary, I don't care if you're just a lay person in the church, we all struggle like these three men. And this is one of the reasons why Jesus is giving these illustrative teachings so that we can learn from it. So in Luke 14 and verse 20, The scripture says, and another said, I, here's that I again, that I theology, that I-ism. And, you know, we get into a lot of trouble with these things that I'm going to say here. We get in a lot of trouble with the I-ism, the me-ism, the my-ism, and the mine-ism. You know, if you can make a note of those and just say, God, take all of that away from me, the I, me, my, and mine. We always get in a lot of trouble with all those things. And this I thing goes all the way back to um, Isaiah 14. And it talks about Lucifer when he was expelled out of heaven. He came up with all of these five I excuses. And that's the thing that expelled him uh, out of heaven. And a lot of us are going to be expelled out of the kingdom of God because of these weak excuses that we always hide behind and do. And so it says, another said, I, here's that I, I have married a wife. And therefore, here's the I again, I cannot come. He didn't say, I married a wife and it's the will of the Lord for me to come and do what Jesus says. See, that's the right attitude. That's the right heart after God. This man is doing the exact things that so many people in the churches are doing today. I, and I, I have married a wife, and therefore I cannot come. Here is the weakest excuse because he could have brought his wife to come to dinner with him. See, listen to this now. A lot of times when we are in rebellion and we lose out on our blessings by being in rebellion, we also cause our wives and husbands and children to lose out on the blessings of God too. And a lot of people who are the head of the home is on their way to hell because of these excuses and their kids and their wife and their children fall in the same category and they're on their way to hell too. And, you know, we got to wake up before it's too late. This third man is so in love. He is so in love, not with an agape love. (laughs) This man is in love with an eros love, a sexual love, a lustful love. And uh, there are three Greek words for love. The the first one, I'm going to say that there is four, okay? There is... The agape love, that is the God's love for man and man's love for God. And then there's the phileo love as well. And that is uh, brotherly love and sisterly love. That's uh, uh, so important for us to have that under the agape love. And then there is the third 
type of love, and that's the eros love, that's sexual love. And then there's the fourth type of love, that's stargay, and that's family love. But this is a war between the two L's with this man, this third man. This third man is into lust and sexual love over the agape love. And this is one of the reasons why there are so many divorces today. This is one of the reasons why there are so many relationships that's gone sour and they end up in the courtrooms because a lot of people are not putting God's love first above every other love in this list. You see, this man has no care in his heart for agape love. He's just lusting. And we see a world around us today, people are lusting in churches, lusting in clubs, lusting in the community, and there is a war between these two L's, you know, true love and a false love, a false lust. And this third man is so in love, not in the right way, but in love in the wrong way. And perhaps he is saying that he couldn't bear to be apart from his new bride for even a few hours. Maybe this, maybe his wife was so controlling that she didn't want him to go anywhere without her. And maybe he is the opposite. He didn't want to go anywhere without her. There are a lot of wives like this today and a lot of husbands. They are so controlling of their spouse. Uh, they uh, keep them from church because they don't want to go to church. But you need to be strong and go anyway because you need to put the Lord first. You see, but this man, he's letting his wife control him. And uh, she says to him, jump. <laughs> and he says, how high do you want me to jump? <laughs> and uh, But the fault lies on this man because he's supposed to be the head. He's supposed to lead his wife. And, you know, we see this same thing in Genesis 3 and 6. Sometimes read that, and you'll find that a lot of people have asked the question, was Adam there with Eve? And I believe that uh, he was. I believe that Adam was right there with Eve when she was being tempted by the enemy. And if you care to look in your Bibles, I want to draw your attention to Genesis chapter 3. Genesis chapter 3 and verse 6, and it says, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desires to make one wise, she gave of her fruit thereof, and did eat, and gave also unto her husband. Now notice this, with her. Notice it says in verse 6, with her, and he did eat. So Adam was with her, but he was a pacifist man. He was a weak man. And that's one of the reasons why God said when they had fallen, God went to the man and not the woman because he was the head of the Garden of Eden. He was supposed to watch it. God set the garden, and he let the enemy come in. And, and he was sitting back there just letting the enemy 
uh, take control of his wife. He should have stood up and said no to the enemy. And I guess maybe he was amazed by the serpent, too. There was something going on with him, but he was a pacifist man and naive and not standing his ground as a leader of this home. And we got so many men like that today. This third man is controlled by natural affection, like so many people in our churches and outside our churches. And at any rate, this third man, he is making an idol. Listen to that now. He is making an idol of his wife by putting her above his need for God. And Jesus said, seek first, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Jesus warned about this and said way back in Luke 14 and 26, he said, if any man, now this is a discipleship call, if any man would come after me, if any man would come to me and does not hate, notice he says in Luke 14 and 26, and does not hate his father, his mother, and his children, his brother, his sister, and his wife, and and his life, his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Now, he's not saying to hate them literally, but to hate the emotions that get in the way. And this was a Jewish uh, word that was used to uh, to hate something uh, that is in the way of something that's more important, which is God. You are to hate that as a lesser means. So there is nothing wrong with, let me say this in conclusion, there is nothing wrong with having possessions like the first man. There's nothing wrong with having a business like the second man. There's nothing wrong with having a wife, a husband, and children, a girlfriend, a boyfriend like the third person. But what makes these three things wrong is when people put these things before God. And this is what God and Jesus is rebuking them on, is putting possessions before him, business before him, and natural affection. These things will send you to hell if you don't repent and turn from them. you got to turn from them and repent and put Jesus first. He that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says unto the churches. Brother Gary. All right. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break. Our phone lines are open. And once again, we want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's one 367 Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. We're here to, to entertain your questions, your comments. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Give us a call. That number again is one 888 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one 888 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. Don't be shy. Grab that phone. Give us a call. We still have plenty of time to broadcast, entertain your questions, comments. If you need prayer, we're here to pray with you. Again, that number is one 888 F-O-R-K-F-A-X. 
And we want to begin once again by thanking everyone who has been praying for contending for the faith. We always say the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. And we know that your prayers have been uh, touching heaven and moving us forward all these years. And we cannot thank you enough for your diligence and prayer. We also um, we need your, your prayers as well as your financial support in order to stay on the air. It does cost 400 a week for us to continue this program. Uh, so it, it's important that everyone uh, that is partnering with us remain consistent in, in their giving. And this week, we just want to take time out to thank those who gave over the last three weeks, Diane and Ronald, C.R., Charles, Scott, Joan, Gail, Mary, uh, June, Jackie, Chester, Judy, uh, Rez, Jerry and Nancy, Jim and Kim, Richard and Carol and Bruce. So a lot of folks have stepped up to the plate. But we always say we need a lot more folks to help us to stay ahead of this thing. Uh, again, it costs us 400 a week to remain on the air. And we want to remind everyone that the summer months can be very difficult for many radio programs just like ours. People seem to take a vacation from their giving. We don't want contending for the faith to be a casualty from people not giving. It's so important. Uh, it's great to take a vacation. It's great to go away and, and refresh and spend time with God, ideally, and come back refreshed. But don't take a vacation from your giving. Don't take a vacation from being consistent in prayer. All these things are important, even on vacation. So we need you to step up and continue to to pray for us and continue to partner with, with us financially. There's two ways to contribute. Number one, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, Post Office Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California. That's T-I-B-U-R-O-N, California, 94920. Now, the second way is so much simpler most of us have a smartphone, tablet, or laptop, or a home computer, and we simply go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org, and hit the donate button, and away you go. It's that simple. You'll be a blessing for our ministry for time and eternity. It's it's so vitally important that you uh, remember to be consistent in your prayers and consistent in your giving. And we just want to make a an announcement that we have an event that's coming up. In a, it, it's coming up July the 29th. Dr. Buckner is going to be giving an important seminar on idolatry and immorality. Uh, so we want, to, want you to just put a note on your calendar, save the date. Again, that's going to be uh, July 29th from 7 to 9 p.m. It's going to be at Highway International Church. That's at 1319 West Texas Street in Fairfield, California, with Reverend Patrick Cerna, uh, the senior pastor. So we want to remind you that if you're interested in this event, you can always call Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778. Again, he's going to be doing an exciting lecture uh, there, there are two things in the Bible that always lead to judgment of God. What are those two things? Idolatry and immorality. So we want to invite you to this important seminar. Again, 
It's going to be July 29th. That's a Friday evening from 7 to 9 o'clock p.m. at the Highway International Church, 1319 West Texas Street, Fairfield, California, uh, with Reverend Patrick Cerna as their senior pastor. So put that on your calendar. Save the date. If you live in that area, we'd love for you to come. Dr. Buckner will be there. I'll be there. You know, our team will be there. And we would love to just meet you and shake your hand. And uh, we know it's going to be a good time in the Lord. So we want to encourage you to come out that night, put that date on your calendar, and we'll see you there, Dr. Buckner. Thank you, Brother Gary. And it is going to be an awesome time together. And uh, another brother in our church, Brother Guy, um, you know, Fortson is uh, helping to promote this as well. So we want people all in the Bay Area and beyond to come out and be blessed. And we want to meet you in person. And so, but we want to get the teachings right in your um, lap and so that you can be blessed by that and in your heart. So um, we uh, appreciate you, Gary, sharing that. And uh, we do want to thank those who gave. And as Brother Gary said, we want to encourage people to continue. Uh, because the summertime is a difficult time for ministries all over, and we just want to remind people uh, to be faithful in this area. Brother Gary, let's uh, get to our first caller. All right, we're going to go to line one. Uh, looks like Brother CC's been holding. How you doing, Brother CC? Hey, how you doing, man? Good to have you back in the studio. It's good to be back, and I appreciate your prayers for me and my family, and we had an awesome time in the Lord. That's good. That's good. And uh, I, I, I agree with you too. Um, he did a he did a wonderful job last week. Amen. Well, we appreciate. He did, a really, he, did a, he did a really good job. Well, thank you so much. It's good to good to hear that. Well, thank you, CC. Yeah. I'll put the check in the mail to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, I know that you got uh, encouraged by the message tonight. We don't uh, have any other callers right now, so. We give you an opportunity to have a little more time with us for now. Uh, but uh, we trust that you got ministered to tonight. And what did you get out of the message tonight for you? I got a lot out of the message, but I like, I like, um, I, I actually want to get those last two words for you, too. I'll try to get down. I'll, get, I'll ask you in a minute. Um, when you, when you, the whole message in itself was good, but I like the part when you mentioned about that love, because um, I believe a lot of, a lot of that's missing. You know what I'm saying even in a lot of uh, ministries and even in the context of a lot, a lot of families, you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's that's the number one key is, is love, you know? I mean, even in terms of um, ministry and, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and knowing the Word and being able to preach the Word and, you know, and, and there to break down theology, but love, is, that's, 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 that's where it's at right there. And, you know, that's what Christ showed, that's what the disciples showed in the that's what we're supposed to show, and I'm, I, I see that there's a lack of that in a lot of families, a lot of churches, and I think that's we need to get back to the basics. And I like how you broke broke all broke all the Greek words down, and it was, it was, the message was so rich in itself. But that really spoke to me in that part with love. Amen, amen. Did you get down all of the Greek words for love? No, I didn't. I'll be uh, uh, the last the last two ones I didn't get. Um, I got the I got the last two, but I don't remember exactly. I, I want to be sure you said um, that the 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 philo or phileo. Phileo. Okay, that's the one I didn't get. It is stargate. I got it, but I didn't get it. Then I want to know what like what's the definition of philo philo 
Stargate. Phileo. 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 It's, Phileo. it's like okay, it's Phileo. like um, it's another word for uh, brotherly love. Philadelphia okay. means brotherly okay. love. It comes from the word Philadelphia, which is brotherly love. Okay. And so, and sisterly love. So you have agape, A-G-A-P-E, uh, which is agape love, God's love for man and man's love for God. And that's the greatest love. That's in John 3 and 16. And then phileo, P-H-I-L-E-O. Phileo means uh, brotherly or sisterly love. And then eros, E-R-O-S, means sexual love. You know, most people are into that. That's why... They have so many problems in their relationships. And then Stargay, S-T-A-G-A, Stargay, it talks about family love. And so all of these um, loves need to go under the umbrella of agape love. And if uh, it's not under the agape love, then you will have problems with the phileo, eros, and Stargay and so everybody got to come under the headship of this agape love, number one, above all. And uh, we're living in a culture and even a world today and even in many churches that are not doing that. And this is why people are having so many problems today in relationships and even in the home as well. The home is uh, a lot of people's homes are devastated and there is a lot of uh, damage done by Satan because uh, people are not under the umbrella of agape love. And so this is good teaching on um, even when people are doing, um, you know, Christian counseling to relate to young people or just people in general who are involved with uh, relationships. Uh, I think every counselor needs to break down these different loves and show people that, uh, uh, how to operate under them because uh, people are just foreign to this today, and this is one of the reasons why they're having so many problems in their relationships. Wow, well, that's that's awesome. Um, but you, I mean, I know it's all age groups, but I like to target the young people too. Um, do you think that's the problem between like people that's forty-five and under? Because I know a lot of a lot of people um, forty-five and under, and especially in relationships, they're doing really horrible, especially ones who are married. So this is the key. This is the key uh, answer to that question: is that uh, that that age bracket is uh, falling apart in our culture today because people are ignorant or foreign and unaware and not obedient to agape love. And Jesus said, "If you love me, keep my commandments." Because when people are not doing that. Um, they just can't understand what all the other love's about. So when people are, young people are in relationships, they wonder, why is this not working? Why are they having so many problems? Why is this going wrong and sour? Because they're not under the umbrella of obedience to agape love. We got to be in obedience to that. And, you know, Jesus says to the church of Ephesus, you left your first love. It's just, we can't, uh, leave that, you know, because if we do, uh, we leave God's uh, guidance and directions and, and everything else. And that's why the Apostle Paul says, the love of Christ has constrained me. Uh, this is the thing that should cause us to even read our Bibles and pray and witness and everything like that is because 
we're, uh, you know, dominated and obedient to the love of God. The love of God has constrained us. In other words, it's motivated us and moved us to do it. So, yes, that age bracket, uh, that age uh, area that you're mentioning, uh, this fits right into that. This is the answer to that problem right there. Wow, thanks a lot. I've, I've seen that so much. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You can let people know that, you know, uh, look at the culture today. It's all about arrows, right, in Hollywood. It's all about mm-hmm. arrows in, in, in the gay community and in the heterosexual community and, and just uh, in a lot of churches, too, because people are not teaching people about you know, the true principles of agape love in relationships. And so, and then, so people get involved and uh, it don't last long. And even with single people and married people, because they're not under the umbrella and they, they want to talk about everything else, but not agape love. And to, to eliminate that, obliterate that is just like, going into a booby trap and you're just going to get trapped by it and be destroyed. Mm. Amen. Wow. wow. Amen. That was good. good. I was thinking on every word. <laughs> yes. And what, what's your question? Uh, we'll get to your question. We have about three minutes. We get to your question, then we'll hold you and then we'll get to some prayer. But what's your question? I think you had a question tonight as well. Yeah. I wanted, I wanted to ask you a question in Romans chapter two, verse three. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. uh, let me get to that, Romans 2, and you said 2 and 3? Yeah, verses 2 and 3, yeah, verses, actually, yeah. Okay, and you have your Bible there, too? Yes, yes, I do. All righty, let me get to that, and, uh, okay, and uh, why don't you read it? Okay, it's, it's verse 3, but did you want me to read verse 2 or 3, or just read 3? Just read verse uh, 3. Okay, it says, and... And think of you, this old man that judges them, which do such things, do it the same, that you shall escape the judgment of God. I was wondering if you could report again. Yes, yes. The when it says in verse three, thinkest thou this, uh, old man that judges them which do such things? And what does Paul mean when he says do such things? Well, you have to look at the previous chapter. The previous chapters, all the things that things that he has discussed, he's discussed those things. And in chapter one, uh, you got the practice and the perversion, uh, because when people practice these things, God leaves their choices up to perversion, and and then the perversion leads to judgment. So, in Romans chapter one, you have the thing that I'm going to be teaching on as well is idolatry, immorality, and then the last thing is it leads to judgment. So this person that uh, Paul is addressing, apparently even in the verse 1, it says, Therefore thou art inexcusable, O man, who whosoever thou art that judges, for wherein thou judgest another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judgest does the same thing. So he kind of mentions that again in verse 1. So this person is a self-righteous individual. He's self-righteous because he's judging others for sin, but he has hidden sin himself. He's, uh, um, you know, he's like the, the person who uh, was 
the story about the woman caught in the act of adultery, these religious leaders, and uh, and then they're condemning the woman, but they are also involved, they were some involved with the relationship themselves. So it was hypocrisy here that's going on in this chapter. And there is such a thing as righteous judgment, because Jesus says in, in the Gospel of John, because people say, you shouldn't judge. Well, what do you mean by that? We shouldn't judge unrighteously, but there's such a thing as Jesus saying, judge righteous judgment. So we can judge righteously according to the Word of God. And so this person is judging unrighteously, and therefore he is going to be judged as well, because it says here that thou, uh, in verse 3, that thou shalt, you think that you will escape the judgment of God. No, you're going to be judged equally, just like the people in Romans chapter 1, because they are committing idolatry, immorality, and it's going to lead to the judgment upon them too. Well, hold on, and uh, hopefully that helped you out, and hold on, and we'll uh, talk a little bit more and also get to your prayer requests. Well, it's time for us to take that commercial break again. Our phone lines are open, and we want to hear from you. That number is 1-888-F-O-R-K-F-A-X. That's 1-888-367-5329. Don't be shy. Pick up that phone. Give us a call. We'll be right back with more of Contending for the Faith. Welcome back to Contending for the Faith with your host, Bay Area Pastor, Lecturer, Counselor, and Expert on the Cults, Dr. Jerry L. Buckner. I'm Gary Bell. Once again, our phone lines are open. We want to hear from you. That number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. That's one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Don't be shy. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. We still have a little bit of time in the broadcast to entertain your questions, your comments, and to pray with you. If you need prayer, again, that number is one eight 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 F O R K F A X. Again, we want to encourage you. This is the time of year when ministries suffer due to the summertime and people going on vacations. And unfortunately, a lot of folks take a vacation from their giving. And we just want to encourage you, don't do that. (laughs) You may come back and discover that the favorite show that you like to hear is no longer on the air because you took a vacation from your giving. And God doesn't want you to do that. And we want to encourage you, continue to pray for contending for the faith and continue to be consistent in your giving to this ministry and those like it. Because we need your support. We need your help. We can't do this alone. Um, There's two ways to give. One, send a check or money order to Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. And the second is so much easier. Simply go online to contendingfaith.org, contendingfaith.org. Hit the donate button and bam, away away you go. You've just been a blessing for time and eternity. So we want to encourage you, continue to pray. And as God has blessed you, continue to give. Once again, we want to uh, just let you know about the event that's coming up July the 29th. Dr. Buckner will be hosting a seminar. Um, The title, There Are Two Things in the Bible That Always Lead to to the Judgment of God. Those two things are idolatry and immorality. So we're going to have a, a great seminar and lecture on that topic. It's going to be July 29th. It's going to be held from 7 to 9 p.m. at Highway International Church, located at 1319 West Texas Street in Fairfield, California. Uh, Reverend Patrick Cerna is their pastor, and we just want to encourage you, if you can just save that date, mark your calendar for July 29th. Come on out. We'll, we'll be able to meet you. All the, the, the team will be there. We'd love to shake your hand, hug your neck and get a chance to know you personally. 
Uh, if you're interested and need more information, contact Dr. Buckner at area code 415-721-1778. All right, Dr. Buckner, we had uh, CC online. Yes, and before we get to CC, I, I wanted to share this with you. Maybe you can make a note of this too, Gary, um, that um, KFAX has been an additional blessing to Continue for the Faith. And uh, for those who may not know this, every Saturday morning – uh, from uh, at 4 p 4 a.m. every Saturday morning at 4 a.m. Uh, we are on the air. We're not there, but they're doing some of the pre-recorded programs that we've done. And so, if you're up that early, beating the birds up, <laughs> <laughs> that would be a great opportunity for you to hear uh, "Contending for the Faith." And we thank uh, KFAX for that opportunity to have that slot right now and to be able to teach at 4 a.m. in the morning. So make a special uh, note of that, and also be careful for the 4th of July because it's going to be a very uh, busy time, and fireworks will be going off in many different ways, Brother Gary. That's so true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> safe, and, <laughs> safe and sane, right? That's right. That's right. Well, like you said, let's get back to Cece. Cece, hopefully that helped you with my um, answer to your question. Yes, I really enjoyed the teaching. I appreciate it a lot. Thanks a lot. Yes, sir. And uh, what's on your heart in terms of your prayer? Um, before I before I get the request, I want to know how how quickly I have to move. How many callers do I have before me? Because I don't want to take too long. I just want to, you know, be... Yeah, we have one more caller. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, I want to pray for... Um, I want to pray for... Um, if you guys can pray for me, too. I've been dealing with a lot of fear. And, you know, I know that's that's not healthy. It's unhealthy fear. I want to deal with that. And just pray for my health of my body and have peace of mind. Whenever else you guys want to pray, uh, pray for my family. Again, my mother, Rose and Linda, especially if my family will be kept. Our family as a whole will be kept safe on the 4th of July. Um, I was already, always, always in my mind. And also I want to pray um, for uh, uh, Will Smith again. And, um, yeah, for his salvation, protection, and deliverance. And, um his wife, and also I want to pray um, for uh, Ja Rule and 50 Cent because they're, feud- they're feuding right now. They've gotten to a couple of fights. Ja Rule's gotten, I mean, 50 Cent's gotten stabbed and beat up by Ja Rule. It's just senseless to see these two going at it. I don't want to see them end up like Tupac and Biggie. It's really senseless. So I want to pray for these two young men that God will, you know, that he'll end that feud and also pray for um, the rapper Eminem. All righty. Well, appreciate that, uh, those prayer requests, and Brother Gary, let's go before the Lord on that. All right. <clears throat> so, Lord, we just thank you for uh, CC. We pray, Lord God, that you would meet every need that's represented in his life, Lord God. He talked about fear. Your word says that you, he has not been given a spirit by which to fear, but one of power and of love and of a sound mind. So bless him with a sound mind, Lord God. We lift up his family that you keep them safe over this Fourth of July weekend. We pray for these celebrities, Will Smith, uh, Ja Rule, and 50 Cent, Eminem, and we just pray, Lord God, that peace would reign in, this, in the situation, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for salvation to come. We pray, Lord God, that these people that you bless with talent, Lord God, that you would just get a hold of their lives and, and let them be a, 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 a point where people would know that Jesus Christ is alive in their lives. Use them, Lord God, to, to uh, become that, that light in a dark place in terms of celebrity and 
and music and Hollywood. We just pray, Lord God, that you you died for their sins just like you died for ours. So meet them at their point of need as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, CC, so much for your uh, call and your, your questions and your input as well. Guys, can let me hold on because I'm actually at a, at a restaurant. I, I want to miss the rest of the program. All righty. Sounds good. Uh, Brother Gary, look like we have uh, Deborah. Yes, we have Deborah on the line. Deborah, are you there? Hi. How are you doing this evening? Well, I'm hurting, but what bothers me, uh, the same problem that bothered me as last week. Mm-hmm. But the thing that bothers me spiritually is that the word awesome is such a common term, and I think it should be a term that should only apply to the Trinity. Mm-hmm. Um, because... Um, that's a term that they deserve and that they um, should have applied only to them mm-hmm. and and not use it as a common term. Well, I, know I that, wanted to, to know how you felt about that. Well, I know that most of the uh, songs, a lot of the songs that are sung, uh, talks about an awesome God. You know, it's always been in the in the spiritual community. They've uh, always used the word awesome in relationship to God and songs and and also sharing. But um, you know, I think that uh, it's a situation where uh, the Bible does not say it's a sin to use the word awesome to. Oh no, I don't mean it's a sin. Yeah, so I'm just saying what I'm. I'm not saying that you are saying that. I'm just saying that the words awesome is not a, what the Bible says, it's a sin for somebody to use the word awesome regarding another person. Uh, some people say, well, that's an awesome act that, that, that they did in uh, helping to save that other person's life. So I, I wouldn't make a big thing out of it in terms of the word itself. I would just encourage people and say, you know what, uh, you know, I I personally believe you say you can say that that this is something that uh, I love to relate to God as uh, exclusively as awesome, but I wouldn't make a big case out of it because uh, it just doesn't state it in the Word of God that it's a sin for somebody to to use it in another way. So I I wouldn't make a big deal out of it. Well, I just wanted hear what you had to say about that well that's what i feel about it is that you know it's uh it's something that um that some people use it in different ways and so uh in songs and so forth but (laughs) sometimes when somebody has done something in a uh way to um that's that's just unbelievable or unique some people have said man that's awesome how the lord through you bless me and some so People use it in so many different ways, but if it says in the Word of God, thou art a sin for using the word awesome of, to someone other than God, then we could we could be dogmatic on it, but I wouldn't make a big dogmatic thing on it. And also, I wanted to, to give money on, on a regular basis, like 5 or $10, and so uh, Brother Rick was going to do that, but... I know he's been having other problems, so um, if we if we if we get something, he could just address it up and with stamps, and then I'll just mail it back. Okay. You know? Do do you have uh, 
any caregiver that you trust that can assist you? I know that, that you may have another caregiver. Do you have any caregivers that can assist you with that? Not at this point. Yeah, because you that... Know that I've known long, long enough to really believe I can do that. I don't want anybody to get a hold of my number. Yes, yes. But we'll pray over that, and I'll have Rick to talk to you some more about it, and we'll go from there. Any, We have only a few more minutes to go, but you have any prayer requests that we can pray for you on, uh, Deborah? Yeah, uh, pray that uh, nothing will happen, that my the people that have been taking care of me will get all the hours that they're supposed to get, and there won't be any problems because the state only allows so, so many hours, and... Um, then they won't pay for any hours that people put down that they don't authorize. And so I, I don't want to, you know, have somebody have a problem just because they're trying to help me. Mm. Okay. All right. Well, we could pray for that, certainly. Yes. Brother Gary? All right. Well, we just thank you for Deborah. We pray, Lord God, first of all, that you would encourage her, Lord God, that you are a a compassionate and loving God. And Lord God, you are awesome. And sometimes we forget the awe in you, Lord God. We should have a holy reverence and awe because there's nothing, there's no one like you. And so Lord, we just take a moment, Lord God, to to remember that, that you are an awesome God, an awe-inspiring God. You spoke and the universe sprang into existence. And Lord God, you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think. You're an amazing God. Truth be told, our words are just so insignificant to be able to describe how wonderful you are. But Lord, we do the best we can. And so we take a moment to just respond and love on you and thank you for your goodness, your mercy, and your great love toward us. Because all you've been is good, Lord God, and we thank you for that. And so, Lord, we just pray over this situation for Deborah's caretaker, Lord God, that they would get their right compensation without problem or, or any kind of issue. We pray, Lord God, that you would continue to bless Deborah with peace, your perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding. Guard her heart and her mind through Christ Jesus. And we pray, Lord God, that you meet every need that's represented in her life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Deborah. Thank you so much for your call. Brother Buckner? Yes. May I have a meal with you and Gary and uh, other people sometime? We will try to work that out. And, um, you know, we, uh, and hopefully this time we can make it happen. I know we tried to connect with you uh, one time and something came up, but uh, I'll talk to Gary and the staff and let's see what we can do for the future, okay? Okay. All righty. Well, keep us in prayer on that as well, and we'll try to see what we can do. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you. I love you all. We love you as well. Yeah, you too. God bless. Take care. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Well, Brother Gary, what a mm-hmm. program tonight, and we thank the Lord for all that he's done and what he's going to do and uh, knock a home run for Jesus, brother. Amen. I don't think I've ever had this much time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to talk slowly. <laughs> well, we have come to the end of tonight's exciting broadcast. We'd like to thank Vince, our engineer, Brother Frederick, our phone counselor, and you, our listening audience, for being part 
of tonight's program. <laughs> it's important for us to hear from you. Your letters and cards are an encouragement to us. Uh, pl- please drop us a note. Let us know how the program has blessed you. You can reach us at Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. That's Contending for the Faith, P.O. Box 553, Tiburon, California, 94920. You can also reach Dr. Buckner by phone at area code 415-721-1778. And if you have friends or relatives outside the broadcast area, encourage them to listening, listen to Contending for the Faith online, uh, streaming uh, on kfax.com. Uh, if you're interested in receiving a copy of tonight's program, you know we are now uh, putting every program on a podcast, and you can receive that by going to the website, KFAX's website as well. So please keep us in your prayers until next week at this time when we once again give you the opportunity to ask questions, make comments, and dialogue with Dr. Buckner, always with one purpose in mind, to equip, exhort, and better enable you to contend for the faith. I'm Gary Bell. May God richly bless you, and please have a safe and sane 4th of July. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.